2: Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
0: I hate to break it. You're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it. We're short or brown or round or we're queer. I got a feeling we are onto something here. we coming your way. In it together. I think that's what I heard
3: the man say. I got a feeling we are gonna be okay. Walters, Hello, I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show about all the things that make us different, which used to cause wars, but today make podcasts. <laughs> speaking of people who would never start a war but probably all have a podcast please welcome today's comedians on my left playing for and in first place
4: <laughs>
3: Celia A.B. and Kate Smurthwaite and on my right playing for what's your size? Rosie Jones and Olga Gok <laughs> Uh, so Pamela's What Makes You Diverse, Kate Smirthwaite from In First Place.
2: I was thinking about this, apart from the obvious woman thing, which I've been playing on for quite a while now, I thought of two things. Firstly, people probably do know this about me. I'm polyamorous, uh, I have loads of boyfriends, so it makes it... I'm diverse and so are they. Um, uh, two-thirds of the audience I've shagged. Uh, Excellent, good and to I'm know. I'm including listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing which people probably don't know about me is that I'm a coder. Um, and what? she looks round. Oh, uh, oh, I, like, I know this? You're ch-
3: Child of a deaf adult.
2: Yes, exactly. So my mum's deaf. And uh, so English is my kind of first language, but my mother tongue is technically British Sign Language, oh. um, which doesn't work so well on a podcast, though. <laughs> well,
3: I do see
5: that. <gasps> Celia Rabin, what makes you diverse? I'm French. I'm half Algerian. I'm bisexual. But all of this until I'm famous, and then I'll step back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what happens when you're famous? You're going to pretend to be straight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just modelling Hollywood.
5: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Wait till uh,
3: 2021 is the year, is what I'm
5: uh, going to bank on.
3: <laughs> I feel by Visibility is having a moment. I don't think you should dial that down at all. If anything, dial it up. Yeah, mm. I think I should keep it exciting. One year straight. <laughs> oh, you're just going to pick one for a year? Yeah, it's like I try and renew it, like a. Um, like or, an Esther visa. Yeah. yeah. Which today I called an Etsy visa. <laughs> Which is a visa you knit yourself uh, in your bedroom and then try and sell to someone on the internet. Um, and why are you called it in first place?
2: We just thought it would be really annoying when people were reading the results out. Yeah, you are not wrong. Um, and I, th- I think we'll see as time goes by how well that works. Yes, absolutely.
3: And uh, what's your czar size? Uh, we've got Rosie Jones. How are you, Diverse?
0: Hello. I got eyebrows. In. Um... <laughs> gay disabled I'm a woman but what makes me diverse today is I'm a comedian and my parents love me, <laughs> 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 Let me- That must must
3: be, no, that must be lovely. Um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And Olga Koch, uh, how are you diverse?
4: First of all, I love the idea of a biannual bisexual. Um, I think that should definitely be a thing. I'm Russian, I'm bisexual, don't recommend combining the two. Uh, And yet here I am. And I'm also a coder, but I'm a computer scientist. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh,
4: a different kind of coder. Yes, but I mean, I studied computer science at university. I and then gave it up it to be a
3: comedian. Your parents must be really disappointed.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a, a show about computer science just to, so I can say that I've justified the degree.
3: Oh, Well, that it, must be a great comfort to them in their old age. <laughs> um, and why are you called, what's your czar size? Tsar Because I'm Russian. Russian czar, sure. Bra. Me! <laughs> yes, yes. And making sure all the jokes are correct and the punchlines are in the right order, please welcome in Peton Squad and Ned Sedgwick! Yay! And making beautiful music flow from his fingertips and only slightly cheating by using a piano. It's Samuel Wolfe!
1: Ned Sedgwick, have you had any global experiences lately? Yeah, well, I was slightly spurned. So, Deborah, you might know my favourite band in the world are Vampire Weekend. I do. (gasps) Stop it. And you might know my favourite comedian in the world is Olga Uh, (laughs) 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 Koch. That was was until Olga said, anyone who likes this tweet, I will put your name in a Vampire Weekend (gasps) song. So I, this was in March, I liked it. I was like, can't wait for this. It's going to be, good. saw her, you know, Lolly Adaphope had one, like all these big names. I was like, my time's round the corner. And then she retweeted it and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll unlike it and re-like it so she gets a <laughs> notification again. Saw them on Wednesday, you know, I was blown Incredible away. show, right? Yeah, oh, okay. What I didn't get, was my name in a Vampire Weekend lyric? It's a audible. very
4: long last name. I promise. Are you making the rest I, I, of the
1: show? And sorry, sorry, sorry. Can you just unpack this a bit more?
4: <laughs> Are
3: you doing a show in which you put audiences' names into Vampire Weekend? No, no, Weekend this is on Twitter.
4: This is what I'm. Oh, Twitter. just
3: on Twitter. It's
4: just my, it's my favorite game ever. Like for example, the tide is high, but I'm Goldie Hawn. That's my favorite <laughs> game to play, right? Oh, but except so I was doing it with with vampire people. Weekend. The Vampire Weekend lyric. Okay. Every
3: good podcast needs a jingle, but rather than compose one from scratch each episode, we find it easier to appropriate a deeply meaningful folk tune from an ancient culture that's out of copyright instead. <laughs> Over to you,
0: Samo. Okay. Um, <laughs> thanks, mate. Uh, Today's folk song uh, is from Germany. It's called uh, Treue Liebe, translates to True Love. die nie bei mir Glaube <laughs> mir. Very pretty.
3: And that's the bit we're going to use today. I'll say you the full thing. I just want you guys to
0: sing the second half. It's global pillage time. Ned Sedgwick, what are the scores, please? <laughs> okay.
3: That's better than Vampire Weekend, surely. No, eh, that's not. <laughs> First up is our themed round, and this week we'll be asking questions on the subject of reality TV. That obviously is an oxymoron, a phrase which contradicts itself, like unbiased opinion, or jumbo shrimp, or managed Brexit. (laughs) (laughs) All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers! Adam Seeks Eve is the German equivalent of Love Island, with one major difference. What is that difference? What's your size?
0: Everyone's naked. <laughs> Everyone's naked, OK. All would let That sounds
3: like a fantasy of yours, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. There's people and there's also
2: a big snake.
3: Oh, I was
4: going to say <laughs> that, yeah.
3: They've introduced a big snake.
2: I'm sure this isn't the right answer, but I like to imagine they've just themed the whole thing around the Old Testament. At the end of each episode, they're like, Therefore, and a plague of locusts has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> and <I> was like, <laughs> We're <laughs> killing the firstborn next week. Tune in. <laughs> oh, I'll be still my beating heart. Is that would be amazing. That would be funny.
3: I mean, and terrible, but that's <laughs> like the...
5: Although, the venomous snake released halfway through the show without anyone knowing would be hilarious as well.
3: <laughs> All right, then we're throwing to The Hive Mind. It's a show for Christians. <laughs> it's, a sh- it's a reality show for wow. Christians. So nobody's allowed to lose their innocence.
4: Sucking the sucker's own dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see.
3: Is it Love Island with organ donation? And listen, Channel 5 are listening to all of these, so be careful, gang. Be careful. This is basically a free pitch meeting. They only recruit people called Adam or Eve. They <laughs> only recruit, You've got to be called Adam or Eve to go on the show. These ideas are gold. Okay, all right. If you think it's a show for Christians, buzz now you think it's Love Island with extra organ donation, <laughs> buzz now. Or if you think you have to be called Actually Adam or Actually Eve to be booked for the show, buzz now. In fact, what's your czar size hat at? They're all naked. <laughs> yeah! So it's absolutely naked Love Island, which I found odd because Love Island is basically an incredibly fast fashion sales show. Because apparently it's all linked to a shop, so they're missing a trick in a very real way. Because you can't sell nothing.
1: Such a like English, like London response. Like, so what are you actually trying to sell with this program? <laughs> what, exactly. uh... I suppose penis enhancements. Yeah. <laughs> Why was the
3: Czech reality television show Holiday in the Protectorate so controversial? Uh, And in
2: first place? Because the Protectorate wasn't adequately lubricated. (laughs) Right? That kind of Protectorate, okay. I was going to say that it was
5: controversial because the breakfast stopped at 9 o'clock, which is far too early, if you ask
4: me. I mean,
3: I find that controversial when I stay in hotels like that. What's your zar size?
4: I think I know the actual answer. Okay. I don't, is it because they simulated Nazi Germany? Or like World War Two?
3: I mean, a very cozy title if that's the case. Holiday in the protectorate, okay? All
4: right. Oh God, so I imagine th- if it's not that. <laughs> that's just yeah. all I think about. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's find out if Olga Koch okay. is canceled after this. <laughs> uh, hive mind, oh hive God. mind. Why was the Czech reality television show Holiday in the protectorate so controversial? Because it sounds like proletariat. Just like history and stuff. History
4: and stuff. (laughs) It was controversial because of history
3: and stuff? Okay. They
4: made them work in factories
2: for no
3: pay. They made them work in factories for no pay. Okay. So if you think it's because it sounds a bit like proletariat, and people were touchy about that, buzz now. If you think it was because of history and stuff, buzz now. (laughs) If you think it was because they made them work in factories for no pay, buzz now. In fact, uh, What's Yours, our What's Your Size had it. It simulated the Nazi occupation of Czechoslovakia. God,
4: and all the were oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: In fairness, the advantage of a Nazi-themed reality show is they can still use it to sell fashion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Those uniforms. Hugo Boss, yeah. yeah Hugo Boss made that. Hugo them. Boss, absolutely. It didn't get a second series, but what? It, yeah, it pitched itself as a situation drama, not a reality TV show, as if that made it somehow better. Oh,
3: like a sort of yeah. the only way is Essex it type thing. It went on
1: thing. for three months, <laughs> and there would be random raids by people dressed as a, as a Gestapo, oh, and no. they were like, and the, the Czech Republic was occupied. It wasn't a good time. <laughs> no, that's quite famously famous. Famously, famously but... not a good time.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, I know you're trying to sort of modify it because we're a charming tea time show yeah. and you want to keep it light. But yeah, I think it's fair to say that it wasn't a good time. Question three. How did male contestants win the red Porsche on the 2001 German reality television show designed to shed light on the falling birth rate? What's your czar size?
0: Was it a snippy
3: snoop? A snippy snoo. They had yeah. to have a vasectomy yeah.
0: to get a
3: Porsche. Yeah. Let's play. Who'd get a vasectomy if it meant they got a Porsche? <laughs> Kate Smurthwaite, I don't think you're in line for this vasectomy. Just men in the audience, cheer if you would happily have a vasectomy in exchange for a Porsche. Woo! <laughs> Just a Porsche. Excellent. Do you already have any children? No, of course not. You're free on a Saturday afternoon and you look
4: happy happy yeah. and drunk. Yeah. I want to back that up. But at the same time, if it's drop in birth rate, then we yeah. want people to, like, give us a positive pregnancy test and we'll give you the most practical car for a fa- new family,
3: um, a red Porsche. A <laughs> yeah, it's designed to shed a light on, light on the falling birth rate in Spen. Germany.
2: Sperm. Just give us some sperm. <laughs> Swap
3: sperm for, for a Porsche. A, for,
2: um, yeah, I, this it's, is uh, what I think I think that it would have been the guys who've made the most donations to the sperm bank because prepare for the science right this is actually like <laughs> this is a real issue like historically people could make donations to sperm banks and there was no chance of being tracked down but these days DNA testing is so good that if you do give donations to sperm banks and children result from that there's a very good chance that those children are going to track you down at some yeah. point in your life 20-30 years later so there, is a, there has been for a very long time a sperm donor short Across large parts of the Western world, including the UK, and not only is that a real problem, but I even have the solution, which is that we should get those people who are celebrity lookalikes to work in mobile sperm donor centres. So, like, you've got a big crush on some supermodel, and it's her doppelganger, and then we can make a reality show about it called Strictly. I'm a fake celebrity. Come on, ice. Hey! <laughs>
3: Celia, do you back your teammate up? <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> I mean you'd be churlish not to. Then let's throw it to the hive mind. How did male contestants win the red Porsche on the two thousand and one German reality TV show designed to shed light on the falling birth rate? Yeah, the fastest sperm. Faster sperm. Oh. Faster sperm wins the Porsche. Okay.
0: <laughs> Highest sperm, sperm count wins the Porsche. In America.
3: Oh yes. Who's still touching it again? can end? come on the car? <laughs> okay. Well, it's like soggy Porsche. So, oh! So <laughs> wow, like the biscuit game. Only yeah. it's the oh, it's the so classic, classic car g- game. Yeah.
0: Soggy
3: yeah. Porsche. No, that's what. Sorry, the comedians have got carried away with your answer. Oh, that's
0: hilarious. The <laughs>
3: you have to touch the car with your penis and the last one to pull out wins the Porsche okay right. he'd be exhausted all I can all I all I can say all I can say you groan but you would have said it if you'd thought of it Uh, so the last one to pull out of the petrol tank Wins the Porsche. Okay, all right. (laughs) So, audience, I mean, I asked, so I cannot be horrified by your answers. If you think it's the last one to pull out of the Porsche, buzz now. If you think it's the highest sperm count, buzz now. If you think it's the fastest sperm to win the race, buzz now. You are correct. Their sperm was raced against each other and the man with the fastest swimmers won the car. horrifying and it's the end of the round.
0: This round has to me out. Let's Sedgwick,
1: what are the scores? Please. And in third place uh, are... <laughs> and in third place are and in first place.
3: Ha ha ha! Oh, that joke works so well. I'm so pleased with it, it and I didn't even come to up to with say. it.
1: Uh, And in second place, it's a hive mind with 10 points. But in first place, it's your SAR size with 20 points.
0: Yay! What's your SAR size?
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen
3: Next round is everyone's favourite round idioms! Sometimes idioms from other countries are very hard to understand or even idioms from your own country I can't tell you how confused I was until I finally learnt what beating around the bush really means
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what is the meaning of this foreign press which we have literally translated into English fingers on buzzers in France they say you're pressing on the mushroom and in first place
5: it means that you're speeding it's like press on the mushroom we're speeding are you in fact French? because this was an oversight if so <laughs> I'm just a player I'm not the game
0: <laughs>
5: the next question will be about my mother
0: <laughs>
5: the next
3: question is what underwear is Celia A.B. wearing? that's a question that I'm
5: wondering as well,
3: <laughs> to be fairly honest okay. it's been a hot day all right. So in France, they say you're pressing on the mushroom. According to our French contestant, it means putting your foot down.
2: Uh, as her teammate, I'd like to agree with that. Point, so. okay,
3: uh, what's czar uh, yeah, yeah. okay. What's your size? Ah, yeah, great. Okay. What Hive mind. Hive uh, mind. What do you think that means if they say you're pressing on the mushroom in France? Touching your clitoris. <laughs> Touching. Hey, hive mind. Hive mind are going their own way. Touching your clitoris. Okay, so you've only got one answer to choose from. uh, That or what the French person said. If you think it's touching your clitoris, buzz now. If you think it's what the French person said, buzz now. You are correct. It's what the French person said. It's putting your foot down, accelerating, speeding. Well done, and in first place. In Romania, and can I just clear this? Is anyone from Romania who's on one of the teams? No, okay. In Romania, they say... You're selling me donuts. What do they mean? I heard an in first place first. It means you're lying,
5: really, isn't it? You're selling me donuts, you liar. Oh, I'm always saying that, and my Romanian
0: mother.
4: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs>
3: okay, you're lying about oh, your Romanian mother. You're selling me donuts. You don't have a Romanian mother.
2: Mm-hmm. M- maybe I'm just a bit hungry, but I feel like it means you're making me really happy. <laughs> but I'd be like, oh, baby, you're selling me donuts. <laughs> oh, keep selling me donuts, baby. This is going great.
3: Okay, you're somehow in the middle of sexual congress.
2: <laughs> and, you need an idiom.
3: Uh, you need an idiom. Uh, you're selling me donuts. Don't stop. Don't stop oh god you're selling me donuts
2: Uh, is that your sex voice yep that's how I do it that's how I I roll I believe that
3: (laughs) it's not implausible Uh, what's your czar sign if I said to you in Romania you're selling me donuts what would I mean
4: I think maybe like, yeah, false promises because it's a donut, is hollow on the inside. So it's, mm. it's a false promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bullshitting.
3: Yeah. You're bullshitting, okay. Yeah. Hive mind, yeah. what does it mean? You're selling me donuts.
4: My my money. You're
0: selling
3: me something I want anyway. Ah, so you've already sold it. You're selling me donuts. You stop selling. Just take my money. What was the other one there? Sweet deal. That's it, basically the same thing. You're giving me a sweet deal there, baby. That was my sales
4: voice. <laughs>
3: deal's got holes in it. Okay. You're having me on. You're having me on. Okay. All right, Hive mind. if you think it's take my money, you've already sold me, stop selling. Buzz now. If you think it's what a sweet deal, buzz now. If you think this deal's got holes in it, buzz now. You're having me on, buzz now. Okay, in fact, and in first place had it, it's actually you're lying to me. In Swedish they say, I have an unplucked goose. What do they mean? <laughs>
2: means my waxing agent is gone out of business. <laughs> I have an unplucked
3: goose because my waxing agent has gone out of business. Your waxing agent. Do you have an agent for waxing? <laughs> I'm an agent for comedy and for writing, but I've never had an agent for waxing.
2: You've got to get people to specialise. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I just that. use a generalist for that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, dangerous. as if I've waxed. I'm, that's, the reason I'm calling it a waxing agent is because I've never been to one. I don't know what they're called. What are they actually called? Does anyone know? They're just called a beautician or a wax...
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Is it like a diamond in the rough? Mm. Is it Ooh. like... I like that like a you lot. you got something great, but it's not ready.
3: Not ready. Yeah. Yeah. Something great, but not ready. Yeah. OK.
0: Yeah, we... You caught it. You just got a pocket, cook in it
3: you're three steps away from live at the Apollo yeah. is what you're saying
0: All right. so my
5: Swedish father
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: was only half Swedish for the purpose of the next idiom um, used to tell me in Swedish I'm not going to do it in Swedish Celia you've got an unplugged goose <laughs> and what it meant is you haven't figured it out yet you haven't figured out whatever you're trying to figure out you're getting there but you're missing a part of it it's like a detective, you're missing a key element oh, missing a clue but you said it in
4: Swedish <laughs> um, can, Okay. Uh, can I throw one in real quick yep. I have a bone to pick with you like an unpicked bone, that's what it is mm. like oh we, I've, got, I've got an unplugged goose with you <laughs> I've got an unplugged goose Stop right with there. You.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I've got an unplugged goose with you. Okay, in Swedish hive mind, they say I have an unplugged goose. What do they mean? Work needs to be done. Work needs to be done. Unfinished business. Unfinished business. Uh, There's a problem. Okay, if you think work needs to be done, buzz now. Yes. Unfinished business, buzz now. <laughs> There's a problem, buzz now. In fact, uh, what's your czar size came in at right at the end with it? I have a bone to pick with you. (laughs) Did you know that? Is there something similar in Russian? No. You just guessed it? Yeah. (laughs) Incredible. And it's Uh, the end of the round.
0: I'm hungry for donuts. Ned Sedgwick,
1: what are the scores? Please. Now I want everyone to stay calm about this, but, but in third place is hive mind with Doesn't sound calm, but okay.
0: Uh, and,
1: and in second place uh, and in first place with 20 points. And in first place, with 35 points, it's your saw size. Oh!
3: This round is the team's round. A member of each team has come theoretically prepared with a question based on their cultural family background. Maybe there's a quirky phrase that is unique to the region their parents grew up in, or maybe there isn't and they've made one up to score extra points. We've got no way of knowing unless it's Rosie Jones. Uh, <laughs> what's your czar sign? Is there any chance that you would have a question for and in first place?
4: There is a Russian superstition where we traditionally don't eat in front of mirrors. Why? <gasps>
2: One thing I think, it, maybe it's just because you look really ugly when you're chewing, and you won't chew properly, because um, you'll just be like, oh, look at my horrible chewing face. Um,
5: do you know traditionally, if you look at a mirror, there's some, a ghost can come behind you or whatever, and they'll come in and eat your food.
3: Okay, that is not tradition that a ghost will <laughs>
5: come <laughs> behind you, Is it in France? These Even are no my thing. Swedish, Romanian and French tradition. I'm very proud of it. I'm quite triggered, actually. <laughs> so a ghost can come up behind you? Okay, ghost, right. or as I like to call her, my auntie. But okay.
3: so. so is either of those in the ballpark? Not really. Okay, so we need a third and final answer.
2: Is it because it makes it look like you've got twice as much food and you'll feel fat? I mean, all of those are excellent, but they are wrong.
3: Okay, what is the right answer?
4: It's because you're eating your own beauty.
3: Oh. That is so Russian. How do you, how yeah. do you eat... You're eating your own beauty. So what, you'll erode your beauty if you see yourself eating in a mirror? Yes,
4: you'll become less beautiful the more (gasps) you eat in front of a mirror.
3: That is spooky. Is there a whole horror genre based on that in Russia? I mean, there
4: must be. I haven't looked into it. All I know is that if I'm on a date and there's a mirror, like, behind the person that I'm on a date with, I will ask to switch and they will leave. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because you're on a
3: Tinder date and you're going, I don't, I really want this to go well. I fancy you a lot. I want you to take me home and I don't want to
4: eat my beauty. I don't want to, like, arrive in eight but leave a five. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like, I'd be like, I'd be like, sure, I don't care if I get uglier during this. I want him to stay hot. Oh, that's so I'd point. be like, no, 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 sit me in front of the mirror. I don't oh. want you getting any less attractive because I'm totally 50-50 at this point anyway, babes.
3: So the feminist thing is to let him to do it. I'm Rethink your life, feminist. Olga. <laughs> um, but you do get points because, and in first place, did not guess it. And in first place, do you have a question for the hive mind?
2: Yeah, we do. And I feel like they're going to work this out because there's so many of them. There must be somebody from the, and we're in London anyway, 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 so my uh, mother's mother's family are all from the east end of London. Big, big, big kind of Cockney family. And sometimes there would be an event, if I'm totally honest with you, usually a funeral. And um, there were christenings and weddings and other things, though. And just as all the guests are arriving, there's a fantastic buffet laid out. It all looks gorgeous. And somebody nudges you and says, FHB, FHB. And my question is, what does FHB stand for? Ooh, what is and FHB? And this lady, and this lady
3: I can tell knows, so. Okay, there's one here. I oh, know. Yes? Family
2: hold back. Oh she's Family good. Family hold back. Oh, apart from I'm not supposed to say that.
3: Purple. Which She's anybody good else to have, have guessed have...
2: something plausible but obviously wrong. Does anybody
3: else have exactly the same answer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Family hold back. Is that
2: correct? It is, the it right is answer. correct. It is correct. Hard back scores. Yeah.
3: All right, hive mind. Do you have a question for what's your czar sign? Uh, we have someone here. Deepan from Mauritius.
2: Thank you. The dodo is the national bird of Mauritius, famously extinct, hence expression as dead as a dodo. But what was the actual reason for the dodo's extinction?
3: Oh. Okay, this is only for what's your ZAR sign. Okay. What's the reason for the dodo's extinction?
4: Hunting or like a parasite that was introduced by colonizers. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. But okay. Wouldn't I like walking around yep. and then people came and we were like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: is one of those right? Yes or no?
5: One of those is right. <laughs> one
3: of those is right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Which one? You've got to choose one. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going well, no to say... No, it's you. It's all you. It's all
3: no. you. Absolutely not. No. 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 You've, got, so you, you've got to choose no. one in three seconds, otherwise you get no... You, otherwise you lose yeah. your chance. Three, Yeah. two... Yeah. Hunting. Hunting. Is it hunting? That was the wrong no. one. No. <laughs> Can you explain more, so please, T-Pan? M-
2: so most people uh, believe that the dodo was, was killed out due to hunting. Yeah, uh, that's because, what I thought. Because it, because it was a very vulnerable bird. But actually, um, it was because when the Dutch came on the on the ships that they came on, there was rats and vermin and mice who came onto the island, who previously didn't exist on the island, and ate the eggs. So overnight, they just.
3: So it was you were right, but you had the QI answer. You had the (laughs) root, root, root answer that everyone thinks they know and you also had the obscure answer that was correct and you backed the wrong horse I'm so sorry what's your zar sign but you do have points to burn mm-hmm. so <laughs> let, let, let this poor unfortunate hive mind have their victory hive mind you've scored we let how it we let
0: how have I don't have
1: any points Ned Sedgwick what are the scores please and in third place are and in first place <laughs> with 20 points. Never gets old. In second place with 25 points, it's a hive mind, catching up with it's your size, who are in first place with 40 points.
3: Wow. <gasps> oh. Next up, it's the It's a Sign Round. Everybody is marching these days, and some protesters come home to see the hilarious slogans on their signs all over Instagram and Facebook. I do like the person whose sign I saw on Facebook today, though I'm not sure they were really entering into the spirit of the protest. They were holding a placard reading, If your beliefs fit on a sign, maybe you need to think a little harder. Teams, we'd love you to make some shareworthy signs, and Ned will award points for creativity. You have 30 seconds to write your slogans for today's protest, which is in support of staying in the EU. Yeah. Oh. Uh, hive Mind, if you would like to get your pens and papers or notes on your phone out or chat to your neighbour, time starts now. Right. Right.
4: Yeah, Let's do
0: it. Let's do it. We like it. Cheers. European animals.
3: What's your czar size? Do you have a sign?
0: Would you love all our favourite European Yes. <laughs> so we like. I mean, that's a lot of food. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's mostly food-based With reasoning.
0: Like meatballs, cheese, bear. we a little vicarious. Yeah,
1: Costa del Soap. Sure. Like the yeah. European animals question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have animals in Europe? Do they have it turned into meatballs and sausages?
0: I will, I, I tell of yeah. you. And I love that the only fashion there is
3: berets. Yeah. <laughs> and that you think bread is somehow continental.
0: <laughs> uh, the concept of bread. Am I the only person that wants to know what a straw donkey
3: is? I have no idea what it is.
4: What is it's a, a European animal.
3: Yeah. From
4: Spain. Oh, I see. I yes,
0: like
3: you. you go. Are you Spanish? There in the audience. You just, yeah. Oh, You're just saluting the Spanish donkey from a childhood holiday. Fair
0: enough. A Donkey. Yeah. No. We get. Yeah. No. No. We do now that you've said it. It's a donkey made
3: a straw. Yeah. No. That's. Clear, and those were the things we'd miss. And in first place, do you have a sign? Oh, we've,
2: kind of, we've kind of taken a very similar theme, but we've narrowed it down. We've been very specific and I think rather subtle about this. We've I'm, gone with... No pain of
5: chocolat, no gain of chocolat. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: I, do, I do think that deserves some points. And also... May can... I add,
5: for those of you listening at home, I did an excellent drawing of a croissant <laughs>
3: uh, have mind anybody got anything Christmas wouldn't be the same without Brussels Christmas wouldn't be the same without Brussels oh. that's lovely <laughs> I don't think you can do better than Christmas wouldn't be the same without Brussels uh, so you've got some excellent ones there to award points to for creativity and while you're doing that let's go to the quick fire round our final round <laughs> Hi mind You know the answer. Shout buzz and then shout out the answer. Fingers and buzzer's time starts now. Which 2015 Academy Award winning film was known in Thailand as Fanatics? Incredibles. I heard Incredibles and from here I heard... The Artist. Artist. Neither of those are right. La La Land. It's in fact Spotlight. Uh, I think it refers to religious fanatics. In England we say it's raining cats and dogs.
2: In Greece they say it's raining... In but Greece, they say it's not raining.
0: Legs of chess. Legs of legs of Ches is correct. Ooh. Oh my goodness! I fell out, full. No. I mean,
3: would be good, but the hive mind is correct. What is the largest island in the Mediterranean? Uh, Cyprus. Nope. Cleets, nope. Oh, oh, Cicely. Cicely. Sicily Buzz Sicily is correct ah. In British English We call them tights What are they called In American English Pantyhose Correct yes. What is measured In banana equivalent doses Banana equivalent doses Dildos <laughs> uh, No Buzz tight? No Memes Buzz No exposure to radiation Uh-oh. According to its own National anthem Which country is Giant by its own nature Beautiful strong A fearless colossus a very confident one, is yeah, what I will say. Very confident country. It's not Britain. <laughs> is it Greece? Because Colossus. <laughs> N- no, you're in danger of shouting out all the countries. It's Brazil. Finish this Chinese joke. A regional or Chinese? This Finnish joke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have a small break while I cry. <laughs>
3: a regional communist governor goes to visit a farm in order to test the farmer's loyalty. He said, if you had two houses, would you give one to the government? Without hesitation, the farmer says, yes. The governor asked, if you had two cars, would you give one to the government? Again, the farmer says, yes. The governor asks the final question, if you had two cows, would you give one to the government? The farmer replies, no, never. Please don't ask. The governor is confused and the farmer says, oh, what? I'd give both. Very good communist action oh. there from you in the audience. But No. It's the only sex I get. It's the the only (laughs) sex I get. The farmer says, no, I've actually got two cows. Ah. 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 Yeah, I'll give my theoretical half, but not my actual Ah. half. Ah. And we're out of time and it's the end of the show.
0: Please don't have sex with cows.
1: Ned Sedgwick, what are the scores? Please. Half a point separates all of the teams. Oh. Uh, that might mean that two teams are in first place. It doesn't. <laughs> two teams are in second place. And those two teams are, and in first place, and the Hive Mind. The winners oh. are as your
3: It's a big deal. It only happens once or twice a season. So it's a great big red Porsche to our winners.
0: <laughs>
3: with their speedy, speedy spermatozoas. But an unplucked goose to our losers. And a box of great big donuts full of holes. And I'll leave you on this Arabic proverb, do good and throw it in the sea but please make sure that good in question is biodegradable and dolphin-friendly. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll end up with an enormous floating island of good in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Please give it up for Rosie Jones! <laughs> oh, we Kate Smurfett, Celia A.B. Samuel Wolfuckis! Ned Sedgwick in Predance Corner! You!
0: I've been a to my I to
3: to put Ned Sedgwick's name in. And if it's easier, his full name is Edmund Hethkett
1: Sedgwick. Oh. Does that make it easier? Let's not be... Let's not be...
3: Be what? Okay. Accurate?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: but people I think, think, think a I'm lovely a name. it no, is Yeah, won't. but it's
1: a Tory name, isn't it? No. no. it is. No, it's
2: not. I, feel, I feel like no, the range is. of diversity you've got someone in from Narnia. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's adorable. I
1: think
3: it's lovely. No, I, it doesn't imply you're a Tory.